Hey everybody, I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for checking out LJN Radio and our newest podcast, Classroom to Boardroom, where we're giving you, the college students out there, the tools to transition smoothly into the workforce. And that includes putting together a dynamic resume. And today we're taking a detailed look at the experience section. That's a spot that is often challenging for the younger demographic. We've enlisted Meredith Daw to discuss this with us. Meredith is the Assistant Vice President of Enrollment and Student Advancement, as well as the Executive Director of Career Advancement, and that's at the University of Chicago. Meredith, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to speak with the audience. All right, so we're looking at the resume, as we mentioned, and more so from the perspective of a college student who's looking to enter the workforce. Of course, that can be specifically challenging for a number of reasons. And we're looking at the experience section, and some people, of course, might be lacking there. They don't have that experience. What then initially should we be looking at to include in that section? What would your suggestion be? Well, there are a few things that college students can do to bolster the experience section. First is thinking about internships. Students tend to get hung up on if it was a paid or unpaid experience. Mm -hmm. For the most part, employers are not concerned with this. It's just important to list that they had an internship experience and they do not need to note paid or unpaid. They can also think about an internship in terms of the length. Oftentimes, students worry that if it's not a full three to four month summer experience, it's in some ways less of an experience. Mm -hmm. One way to get around this is by listing summer 2015 rather than June 2015, for example. Sure. Students can also think about the work experience that they've had on campus. Oftentimes, they're working in libraries and research labs, maybe working at a local school doing tutoring. These are all experiences that students can put in the experience section. How about things like volunteer work or maybe even thinking of going how far back? Do you go back to babysitting when you were 14? I mean, what is kind of okay and not okay to use in these circumstances? So our general rule of thumb is if you are a freshman in college, you can absolutely use your high school work experience or extracurriculars or volunteer experiences. By about your sophomore, definitely by your junior year, you should be removing those high school experiences. Mm -hmm. If you have one line on there from high school, that's fine, but you want to be able to tell a story based on your college experience instead. Sure. And volunteer work, does that all fall on the line also? Yes, volunteer work can play a significant role and can show that you're responsible when you're talking about a volunteer position. It might be nice to note how many hours you were dedicated Mm -hmm. to the experience. You want to look and show that it's a sustained opportunity, that it wasn't something that you just did for a couple of months, but showing a longer term commitment, I think is very important with a volunteer opportunity and and showing results or the difference that you made. In all of these sections under experience, anything you can do to quantify the impact that you made at the organization really goes a long way, whether it was a paid or a volunteer experience. Right. Now, we often discuss these similar items with more experienced workers. And of course, when they're asking about what do I put on my resume, we talk about making sure the experience you put on there is relevant to whatever job you're applying to. Does that not apply to the college students because they lack the experience? Like, Do you put anything and everything that does apply in this case? Here's what I tell students. If you have relevant, transferable experience Mm -hmm. to an actual job, it does make sense to organize it that way. For example, if a student is applying for a financial services position and they've had an internship in a similar field or within financial services, listing it under financial services experience and then saying all other experiences, but denoting the two categories is really helpful. However, if a student has no directly correlated experiences, then it's just important to show that a student had a a position that they've taken on responsibilities, that they've accomplished and made significant improvements at the organization, 
and eventually that they can have a, a reference at that organization speak to how they made a difference. Now, this might be going a little too deep, but I remember back when I was going into the workforce, I had a number of things that I put on there that were relevant to the position I was applying to. However, I was also instructed to go ahead and put on where I, when I worked at a fast food place because it shows I'm willing to get my hands dirty. And even though it didn't relate to the field, I, I could do that grunt work. Do you see that as having value or is that thinking about it a little too deeply? Actually, our employers tell us that they like to see those types of experiences. Okay. Anything that's in the service field or that look like they were really difficult, hands-on jobs, employers say that shows grit. It shows that they are willing to roll up their sleeves and get the job done. See, and I love that piece of advice because I think a lot of students think, well, I don't know, I really want to put that on there. It's kind of embarrassing. But to hear it coming from you, who obviously has an ear to the fields and everything, I think that's really uh, important for the listeners to hear. Employers also like it when students can say that they funded a certain percentage of their education. So hmm. maybe they were working at a fast food restaurant or they, they were working as a, a camp counselor. And through this experience, they were able to finance 25% of their education. Again, it's just quantifying the impact that that job had on their lives and shows that they were generating a certain chunk of, of, of change during and through that experience. Sure. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point to bring up as well. You touched on this a little bit earlier in sort of possibly separating your experiences a little bit by giving them different titles or kind of headlines. Um, you mentioned, you know, it might be field-related experience. I'd seen a note um, on another piece of sort of suggestion that was listing something as leadership experience. What value does it have in breaking up your experience a little bit as opposed to lumping it all together? It helps the employer digest information on your resume. So we try to let our students know that when they're submitting a resume for a position, the reviewer could be looking at 100 plus resumes. So you want to make the resume look similar to other resumes that they're going to receive in the sense that they can look through it quickly and pull out key information about you as a candidate. And you also want it to be in a format that's easy for them to pick out that information. So by breaking it down, work experience, or if you put financial services experience versus volunteer experience versus leadership experience, they can look for keywords. They can see if you've kind of checked the box and all of those different criteria. And it's just easier on the eye as well right. in terms of what a resume should look like. Sure, no, that definitely makes sense as well. When we're looking at these areas of experience, uh, and this is a question that comes up again from the experienced individual down to the college side, what exactly are you listing there? Are you focusing on duties? Is it skills that you've picked up? Do you want to have titles? What are some of the actual details you're going to put in under that experience section? You do want to put your, your title, the duration of the position that you held. If you held a position and then you were given more responsibility so that your position title increased, hmm. you want to note that as well. If you had a position you were asked to return the following summer or the following school year, that's important to note as well. During the interview coaching process, we talk a lot about the STAR format, which is situation, task, action, result. Okay. And those are key things you want to be able to communicate during an interview. We actually talk to students about that for the resume too. So you're not just listing tasks, but you're providing some tasks, but also talking about the specific actions you took and most importantly, the result. So let's say you were working for your college's phone-a-thon center, where it's a phone-a-thon they call university alumni to generate you know, funding for the university, getting alumni to donate, you know, what was your success rate? How many people actually gave when you were calling them? Were you asked to come back the next year? Mm -hmm. Or if you were doing a, a different project where you had to put together some financial statements, well, what was the result? Did you streamline a process? It's just important for students to be able to communicate the impact they made. Well, even if a student doesn't think that the impact was significant, most likely it was, but also just the fact that the student's able to 
understand that listing a result is important communicates a lot to the employer. Along those same lines, what would you say are the common mistakes that students would make in terms of this portion of their resume? Some students provide too much detail in regards to tasks, and they get into terminology that the reader would be unfamiliar with. Mm -hmm. And that's just wasting space on the resume. It can turn the reader off of the information. On the other side, if they're not listing enough information so that the reader can't get a good enough picture about what they did, that can be detrimental as well. I think students need to be careful that they don't overstate, especially when the reader can check up on things that are listed in that experience. And again, many of the readers, if they're, they hire the student for the job, will try to match that back to what the reference will say about the student. So sure. we need to make sure those two things line up. The most important thing is to, to start off with action words. So you produced, you created, you managed a process, really needs to be action-oriented from the very beginning of the bullet. Meredith, you gave us a lot of good information and some detailed examples of what we're looking for. Uh, we are up against the clock here. We want to give you the floor at the end. What are any last pieces of advice you'd want to give the college students out there in terms of the experience section on their resume? I think it just look across all the areas of their life. They've, they've had a lot of good experiences. Don't just think about team sports on campus or Greek life, but think about any type of opportunity they've had that they can, they can list and start a longer resume on their own that they don't necessarily show or submit, but they can just track all their experiences so that when they're putting together a resume for a specific opportunity, they've got a lot to pull on and they remember all the contributions they made. Some wonderful tips today. Again, we've been speaking with Meredith Daw. She is the Assistant Vice President of Enrollment and Student Advancement, as well as the Executive Director of Career Advancement at the University of Chicago. Meredith, thanks again for joining us, sharing some of your insight today. Thanks for having me. And if you'd like to get in touch with us here at LJN Radio, maybe you have an idea for a future show, send an email to Radio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. For everyone here at LJN Radio, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.